Welcome to Life of the School, episode 109. Hello, my name is Aaron Matthew, and I'm a biology teacher from Massachusetts. And on this podcast, I get together with a panel of fellow biology teachers, and we talk about uh, how we what we're teaching and basically how things are going in the pandemic. That's been the, that's been the theme. That's not how we intend to do the show, but that's sort of what's been going on. And um, and this episode, we're going to say goodbye to 2020. So uh, joining us from Arizona is Tanea Hibbler. Welcome, Tanea. Hi. Welcome. And our, our, our theme question to start us off, because this is our last episode of 2020, we're heading right into holiday season. Uh, what is your sort of winter holiday movie or piece of media that sort of is all about the holidays for you? So I don't, I think during this time of year, I might get a little bit stressed. <laughs> so I don't think I have one. Um, but I just sat down the other uh, over Thanksgiving break and I watched Jingle Jangle with my kids okay. and uh it was really enjoyable so yeah yeah I, I struggle with it too because i feel like as my kids have grown like the the what we watch every year changes a little bit so i i kind of understand that my my kids really have changed my uh holiday stuff too <laughs> all right and joining us from missouri with some brand new fresh wi-fi ryan laxon hello i'm glad to be done with 2020 yeah. Well, what are, what are your what are your go to uh, what are your go to pieces of media? Oh, I grew up on Charlie Brown Christmas, um, and really that's my go to media for every holiday. Um, <laughs> and then my my '90s high schoolness is showing because I always think of Home for Christmas by InSync. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny well, when i get to mind i have to bring up a different because i have a i have a couple of other things that sort of come to mind uh, <laughs> with that and uh joining us from texas lee ferguson hello hello and what what are your pieces of media so the christmas story i know people have so a lot of people like have heavy have hate for that movie mm. but i freaking love that movie and when when what was it um what was that channel it I always keep thinking of it as Channel 17 because on my cable, that's what it is. But um, Turner. TB, TBS. TBS, thank you. Um, when TBS would run the 24-hour marathon, and I think they still do, I would plant my butt in front of TV and actually watch it. <laughs> yes. That's a lot of TV. That's a lot of TV. Or I would at least have it on as background noise, right? Oh, yeah. And then um, my my favorite, I guess, Christmas song or whatever is Oh Holy Night, but particularly the Whiffin Poops rendition. And if y'all aren't familiar with who they are, they're the acapella group from Yale. And so they have a rendition of Oh Holy Night that showed up in an episode of The West Wing, which I'm going to try and binge over break because mm -hmm. it's going away at the end of December. And oh so, yes, when I found that, I and, was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 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 Lee knows this because I've talked about this before. I like literally like a month ago finished all seven seasons of The West Wing. Like I that's been my that's been my quarantine. And there are a lot of long episodes. So like mm -hmm. um, I am very you've made me happy. Like of all the decisions I could have made in 2020, like I made the decision <laughs> to to binge The West Wing, a show that went off the air in what, 2006. Yeah, like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. But I know exactly the episode you're talking about. Um, yep. Yep, <laughs> um, yep. Well, so I, I had a hard time. So like my first, I put this question together. My answers were going to be like, was going to be uh, Die Hard uh, <laughs> as my holiday movie. Because it is probably my favorite Christmas movie. And then uh, my other one that I was going to go with was that, you know, uh, run DMC's uh, Christmas and Hollis Queens. Yes. Because, you know, they do play that in the beginning. And I always like, it brings me such joy when that you know, uh, when that's played in the limo as he's driving to Nakatomi Plaza. But anyway, um, but really, I would say that in my household, uh, sort of the movie that is the Christmas movie that comes and gets played every year is White Christmas. Um, that is the, you know, uh, I just have, I have a longtime love of Danny Kay, and and that is a movie that my wife loves, and it's a very New Englandy thing, and my kids have grown up on it. Um, and then just like Ryan, uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, that whole that whole album, I was playing that just I was playing the the music from that um, just the other day in class. So that's a that's sort of what to me that's the music, and um, 
I was listening to it just the other day, um, that, that album as my welcome to class music for my students as we were getting ready to go to Thanksgiving break. So <laughs> nice. All right. Well, as I mentioned before in the intro, today is where we're saying goodbye to 2020. And, um... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bye, 2020. And don't, and, and don't let it hit you on the... Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. And I think it's easily been, you know, the worst year ever. Uh, like, I don't think anybody's going to uh, argue that. It, it's just been such a challenging year. Uh, but I do want to point out, this is, again, you know, my wife and I were joking because the other day um, it started snowing. We got our first like pretty significant snow here up in Massachusetts um, and we hadn't gotten our Christmas tree yet. And, uh, and so I, my wife was like, like legitimately down because it like, we were going to get our Christmas tree and the snow started early. Mm. Like it was supposed to start at noon and I woke up at nine and it was snowing hard Ooh. and I'm like, let's just go get a snow a tree. So I went out, she's got pictures of me under a Christmas tree uh, in the snow. We took it in, we like whacked all the snow off in our garage and we got it in, we put towels down and we got it in there. And like, she was like, oh, like Christmas is ruined. And I'm like, eh, let's just deal with it. Let's just get through it. And I think that's sort of a lot my personality. Like, let's find a way to get through. And I know that we've had some positive things this year. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to totally dwell on all the negatives. I want to sort of say, hey, what did we accomplish this year? So I want you to each come up with one good thing that you can take from the last 12 months. And I'm going to pick Tanea to have to try to go first on this one, um, as hard a year as it's been. But, uh, but what is one positive that you're going to take after 2020 is all over, Tanea? Uh, well, for me, my students have shown up to class and mm. they have brought an enthusiasm and joy for all the things that we've had to do. And they've <laughs> even had a lot of patience with technology. And so they really, this year, the, the summer school students and the kids this fall have really made me feel appreciated. And I'm going to try to hold on to that. Yeah. Yeah. The kids are the, kids are the best. Adults are the worst, but kids are the best. It's yes. um, <laughs> like one of my mottos. <laughs> uh, that's I hundred percent uh, sign off on that one. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right, Ryan, how about you? What, what's one real positive thing you're taking for the last 12 months? Well, the, the short term is that we're finally going to have an administration that is pro science. So I'm very happy about that. And we can say goodbye to Bet uh, What's her name? Betsy DeVos. I'm very happy about that. Um, but as it pertains to education um, in particular, it, it's 2020 has shown just how resilient everyone in education is. The teachers are working their behinds off. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to be an administrator right now. Mm. Uh, the kids are dealing with transition after transition, and they're coming out of it like champs. You know, it's there's no doubt that we're we're losing some here and there, but this, this just could be a lot worse. I'm I'm very impressed with how everyone is handling all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 it is, it does seem to be that we like to like dwell on those negatives. Um, but you're right. The, the, there's a ton of positives in terms of how people are being resilient um, this year. And I think you're right about the transitions. Like, I think we always, I, at least from my background, I don't know about you guys, I remember everyone talking about sort of the importance of, of transitions and transitions, both like unit to unit and like within a class and activity to activity. And um, I don't want to say that I'm not nearly as mindful, but I don't seem to feel as worried about my kids transitioning from thing to thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They seem to be, they seem to be handling it generally pretty well. All I right. And yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, 2020 is nothing but a transition, so <laughs> yeah. they're, they're used to it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lee, how about you? What, what is something positive? Like, this has been a challenging year, I know, in so many different ways, but what's oh, one challenging yeah. thing that you're going to pull out of this year? So I think that like this year, we've had to innovate pretty quickly, right? Like The word of the year is pivot. Let's admit it. <laughs> it is. It's pivot. Um, but I also think that it's forced us to be more reflective. So people who aren't naturally reflective about what their practice is in terms of teaching have had to be reflective um, in order to best serve their students. And so I really hope that, you know, that sort of reflective mindset sticks around because it's really how we should, you know, be behaving anyway. You know, if we're going to do the best we can for our students and, and have it, you know, be of the maximum benefit to them, then us as reflective practitioners 
is something we need to be. And so I think that this, you know, we've had to completely rethink how we do school. We've had to completely rethink how, you know, what learning is supposed to look like and how we measure whether or not kids learn. And so I think that if anything positive has come out of this, it's pretty much all the innovation that we've had to do, you know, and, and all of those reflective practices that we've engaged in. Yeah. And the other thing that, you know, as you were saying that, it reminded me of something that, you know, in olden times, um, <laughs> pre-pandemic, I, I always used times. to, yeah, in the before <laughs> times, um, that, that I used to always like, I used to always have to remind myself that I'm the person in the room who doesn't mind like just blowing everything up and starting over mm -hmm. um, and how most people hate that. And now everybody's had to blow things up yep. um, or everything had, everything was blown up, whether you were like it or not. If that's, if that's not your style, if you're like a, I like to incrementally change things here or there, as opposed to like redoing everything. And mm -hmm. I'm a like blow it all up and start over kind of guy. Um, so like, yeah, whatever. This is how curriculum gets written for me when it's not a <laughs> pandemic. Um, but you're right. Uh, I, I have, I think I've forgotten how, how much credit we should give our colleagues who they're in such uncomfortable space this year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely forcing a lot of people to kind of rethink what they've done for years and years and years, you know, and a lot of people I think have taken advantage, at least I hope, at least I know my colleagues and I have taken advantage of the opportunity to learn new things, you know, and to learn how to do things in a different way and maybe potentially in a better way. And so, you know, if nothing else, we have learned an awful lot about, you know, what it is to teach in the 21st century, you know, and I, yeah. you know, at the beginning of the year, I told my principal, you know, I said, look, you know, this is the greatest learning opportunity that we have right now to, to reimagine what school looks like and, and how school is structured. And if we don't learn something from that and actually implement it in the future, you know, in the aftertimes, then, then it's, then it's our fault, you know, shame on us for not actually taking those things that we've learned and put into practice and continuing to do them. Yeah. Well, and I also imagine like, you know, I, I think that the way we always build curriculum and maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. So please correct me if I, I say this, but what often happens or I notice in my curriculum is we have this set series that we like to do for a given unit. And then we find something new and cool and we try to like shoehorn it in to an existing unit that we already had. And sometimes we wisely take something out, but a lot of times what we do is we just add another activity in to the existing unit. But all of our units from past years were like just jam packed with concepts and, and ideas and that sort of stuff. And this year we were forced to open up space. And so now there's going to be like all of these, it's almost like open niches in the ecosystem of our curriculum mm -hmm. and like, what's going to fill that space? Like when we go away from hybrid and remote and we're back in and we have all the hours we used to have, what's going to fill that space when we go back? Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah, make you I'm, wonder. I'm not going to have any open hours. <laughs> I think you got a better schedule than I got. <laughs> well, you, you are the person who has all the, the, you cram in and everything, all your schooling, all your other things like that. So there will be things that free up in your life. Um, Maybe eventually. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, you'll fill them. You'll overcommit for seven other things, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to teach Tanea the word no in the next. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should re rework our 2020, uh, uh, you know, resolution goals or 2021 resolution goals and just say that our resolution is to teach Tanea to say no, um, <laughs> to book an hour for herself. Oh, I'm telling you, after this year, it's not going to be a problem. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, for me, the, the big one is, um, you know, I, I, the idea of, um, you know, feedback is, is better than grading. Um, and it's something I've brought up a lot on a lot of different episodes, but I, I want to say beyond just the fact that, you know, like I've gone to a reduction in grading. Um, I think that this has also been something that I've been taking on to myself personally and professionally. Um, I like in terms of when I go into a meeting or I hear a decision, um, I am trying to think more constructively about what went into 
the situation. So for example, we're all going into meetings or we were months ago and they were being told, well, this is the schedule and this is there. And I think, you know, me in the past would have just passed judgment, almost like pass fail. You did it or you didn't do it like to other people doing their jobs, whether that was, you know, colleagues or administrators or whatever. And I think that for me, I think I am much more in a constructive what went into the process of getting to this decision? What are constructive feedback? What are the goods I can take out of this? What what do I appreciate about what people are doing? And I've actually tried to be sort of less my uh, reactive self <laughs> that I think, you know, 10 years ago, me was kind of a hothead. Um, <laughs> but now I'm becoming, I think the looking at grading through the lens of feedback and getting away from sort of working as a judge and looking at, giving constructive feedback to my students has helped me become more patient with the adults in my world, um, which has been hopefully something that I take forward um, beyond this year, um, as hard as that is. <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, the adults make that hard. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's been that. So so yeah, well, I think that was uh, all good things. We keep, we'll keep each other accountable as we, as we move forward. Um, <laughs> It's a good plan, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's very easy to, to get down. But I think that, again, for me, this the other positive thing that's come out of this is this us getting together, you know, every once in a while and talking has been a huge relief oh, for me. Definitely. Like, I was Absolutely. thinking about this the other day and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's like I get to talk to my friends and it's going to be fun. <laughs> so I, I truly do look forward to doing this like every time we get together. So this has been something if we're going to say positive things, this has been something that's been definitely a, a, a positive thing for me this year, because it's just, you know, because normally I would see you all in the flesh, right? Like mm, at conferences yeah. and at the reading and, and stuff like that, but that hasn't gotten to happen this year. So I'm glad Aaron, that you reached out when you did and said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And I was like, yes, I'm all about this. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's do this because I think it would be a great opportunity to, to get to collaborate with some people that I respect a whole bunch and that I happen to be friends with. So yeah. You know, it, it worked out beautifully. And then you don't feel so alone. Like you're not the only one that's going through whatever you're going through, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the other component of that is, uh, you know, uh, I think it having the conversations with people who are dealing with similar situations, but in different schools helps me get an appreciation of the things that are going well where I'm going. And the things that we can do better. Like it's mm -hmm. it's easy like when you're just in your own world to like just say, I want these things to go better. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I know for me, I, I'm somebody who wants to fix problems. I don't always necessarily um, bathe in the things that are going well. Um, and this year it's been really easy to find the negative. So to hear how other people are finding successes or successfully navigating things. And then also the ability to say, oh, that's a stressful situation that's going on in other parts of the world that, you know, my school has sort of figured out. There has been, I think, some value to that for me in terms of, again, finding the positives, which some days are really hard. Um, <laughs> yes. Agreed. But, um, yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so I, I think uh, this is now the time that, that I've been looking forward to, uh, which is I am going to force the rest of our panelists to play a 2020 themed game, um, <laughs> which I will tell the listeners, they, they are uh, they are such good sports. Um, you know, and I as I, I was actually going to say this to uh, to Yuli. I know that you enjoyed this because you had like a a bad dream that you accidentally missed one of our recordings. Um. Yes, I totally <laughs> did because I was like, oh my god, did I miss something? <laughs> I really did think that I had missed out. I was like, oh man, this is going to suck because I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Which which we wouldn't let you do that. So okay, that's, that's good. Did, no, I, yeah. I thought I thought you might not let me do that because I was like, <laughs> okay, I know that Aaron would text me and say, hey. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> I was like, he wouldn't let me get out of this. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let any of you get out of it. Um, <laughs> um, but as I was saying, like, I, I was thinking about what would be a fun sort of way to do this. And um, so a little bit of backstory.
story. Uh, I used to listen to this podcast called Good Job Brain, and it was a, a group of friends. They lived in the San Francisco Bay Area. They were a pub trivia team, and they made a podcast where they would like work on their pub trivia skills in a <laughs> podcast kind of format. So they would each come up with a pub format, like a pub trivia style game, and they would quiz each other everything. They would pick a theme, and they would do that. It was like it was such a delightful show. Um, and they sort of pod faded a couple of years ago uh, because they're adults and they have busy lives and somebody moved to someplace else and somebody else had a baby and like, you know, things that happen to, to people. But um, it was one of my wife and my favorite episode, you know, sh shows that we used to listen to um, all the time. And one of their uh, games that they used to play was called Brad Pitt or lasers. <laughs> and, uh, and the theme and the theme of Brad Pitt or lasers is that you would come up with two things and you would announce one of the two things had to come first. So you'd give two events and then the other uh, people who were being quizzed had to pick which event happened first. Um, and the reason was, is because there was apparently a trivia question where they had to figure out chronologically which happened first, Brad Pitt or lasers. And I'll be honest, it's been so many years. I do not remember what Brad Pitt, which one came first. So I'll have to look that up in a postscript <laughs> later on. Um, but so I love that game. And so I'm like, oh, I totally do that. So I was doing a like a, like a cells and genetics unit with my kids. And, you know, there's like all sorts of things like transcription, translation, um, you know, uh, you know, the binding to uh, this or binding to that, or, you know, we were talking about um, uh, cell division, you know, uh, prophase or metaphase, that kind of thing. I had a, a unit where like I had all of these things, which were sequential in series. And so I made up a game for my students to do it as a review game. Um, and I was like, well, my kids, probably don't care about Brad Pitt and like lasers have been around forever. So what would it be? And so I renamed, I renamed the game uh, Taylor Swift or the World Wide Web. Um, so, so you are now going to all play Taylor Swift or the World Wide Web 2020 edition. And so I have pulled 22 events that happened during 2020. Um, and I am going to read the two events and then I'm going to call on you to tell me which of those two events came first. You will all get to have a vote, but one of you is going to go first, one's going to second, one's going to third, and I'm going to rotate who goes first, second, and third, so that makes it sort of fair. And I will keep score, don't worry. This um, is just so funny because 2020 is a blur. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I will tell you, this. I thank God I decided to come up with this and I run the show because I would have done terribly on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I put the quiz together and the number of times I was like, really, that happened then? Um, so... All right. And I will also tell you that this is uh, I had to pull some pop culture things. So I realized that everybody's pop culture, uh, everybody has different pop culture blind spots. So I may pull some that are pop culture blind spots for everybody, um, depending on how uh, how you follow the news. Um, so I would basically equivalent. Uh, this is the equivalent of I'm going to ask you guys all to flip a coin. Okay. And you're going to do that 11 times. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to hear how other people flip their coins. All right. All right. So the first one, uh, the order we're going to go is uh, Lee, then Ryan, then Tanea for the first okay. one. Okay. So here are the two events. Uh, event number uh, one on the list is Aquafina makes Golden Globe history as the first performer of Asian descent to win a Golden Globe award in a, uh, a lead actress film category. So that was one thing that happened. And the, were, which came first, that or the World Health Organization announced that a deadly coronavirus has emerged in Wuhan, China? So, Lee, which one do you think happened first? Okay. Golden Globes usually happen, like, before the Oscars. And so that would be, like, January. So I think it's going to be Aquafina. All right, Lee's going Aquafina. How about you, Ryan? I didn't even know that she won Golden Globes. So my guess is just going to be a coin flip. I'm going to go with the World Health Organization announcing about Wuhan, China. All right, and how about you, Tanea? I clearly don't know when the Golden Globes happens, and I don't know... When, when we announced, <laughs> gosh, yeah, when I don't, the, yeah, it's well, a blur. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, the Golden Globe event happened first. All right, and just to show you what kind of jerk I am, 
Aquafina, Aquafina won her award on January 5th. And the Wuhan Health Organization, the uh, World Health Organization announced uh, coronavirus in Wuhan on January 9th. They were four oh, days man. apart. Oh! <laughs> and so, yeah, so today I get the first point. All right, Tanea, you're, you're going to go first on the second question. All right. The UK officially left the EU via Brexit? What? Or, okay, or, <laughs> or the U.S. House of Representatives passed a resolution to submit articles of impeachment on Donald Trump. Which of those two happened first? And they did both happen in 2020. <laughs> okay. I, I have not been following the Brexit thing very closely, uh-huh. but it seemed like they couldn't get that crap together at all. Um, okay. So I'm going to say... Like you you said the word officially. Does that make a difference? Yep. And so I've got, I'm going with official. And when the House sent the resolution um, or passed the resolution, which means they sent it to the Senate. So those are the two. They're they're, they're two distinct events. So yeah, I'm going to say the second one happened first. So you're saying the you're saying impeachment. Yeah, impeachment happened first. All right, Lee. Um, I think. Okay, so Tanea's right. Like, the EU just couldn't get their, or not the EU, I'm sorry. The the Britons just couldn't get their crap together with regard to Brexit, but neither could Congress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so I honestly think it was Brexit first. I think that, I think that they were, they, they got their stuff together long before the House did. All right. And Ryan. Um, I, I vaguely remember watching a, a last week tonight on this. I mm-hmm. think, I, I think it breakfast, the breakfast, wow, breakfast <laughs> <laughs> was not official until like June. So I, I'm going to go with the articles of impeachment happened first. All right. Well, Ryan, your reasoning is very wrong, but sometimes <laughs> okay. it's Oak works out. So, uh, Brexit officially happened on January 31st. Oh, but wow. the articles of the articles of impeachment happen on January fifteenth. Ah. So it was impeachment before Brexit. Okay. Those were the more than two weeks apart. I mean so <laughs> some I of the right. other ones. You are right. Tanea has taken a Woo. commanding two to one lead. Um, all right. So Ryan, you're going first on this next one. Okay. <laughs> all right. So which happened first? Elon Musk's partner, Grimes, gave birth to a baby named X Ash A twelve. Gosh, I'm sorry. Or, or Hamilton launched on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, I told you, coin flip sometimes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did not know anything about them having a baby or anything. Um, I'm going to go with Hamilton on Disney Plus. All right, Tanea. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, though. <laughs> it was really <laughs> good. Um, yeah, I don't even know if I watched it when it came out or if I watched mm-hmm. it like later. So I have no mm-hmm. earthly idea. I'll say the baby name came out first. All right. How about you, Lee? I think it was that Grimes had the baby in the spring and that Hamilton didn't come out until like the beginning of the summer. All right, Lee's, think... dro- Lee's dropping what's actual knowledge here. That seems a totally unfair thing, uh, but that is correct. <laughs> Elon Musk and his partner, or Elon Musk's partner, uh, Claire Boucher, whose stage name is Grimes, uh, gave birth-, birth to a baby boy whose name is X Ash A Twelve uh, on May Fourth, and Hamilton didn't come out until July third. So. Yeah, and supposedly so. that baby's name is pronounced like Kyle or something like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> because when I saw what they named the kid, I was like, I feel for whoever that child's teachers will be yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how to say that name. <laughs> I don't know. It seems pretty equitable. I mean, I think nobody's going to be able to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, although I have a feeling if Elon Musk's kid is in your class, you have people have warned you in advance. Yeah. <laughs> That's a meeting. That's a meeting in those two two days before school starts. That somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, it's this is how you pronounce it." Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Practice a right. lot. 
All right, Tanea is 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 in the lead. Three. Tanea's perfect. Um, I'm, all right. I'm a good guesser. All right, <laughs> Lee, we're uh, we're back to you going first. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, which happened first? The Last Dance begins on ESPN, or Quibi, the short form streaming platform, is launched. Okay, The Last Dance is about Michael Jordan, right? Correct. Okay. I think it's Quibi that happened first because that's supposed to be like for short little films and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then the last dance didn't come out until I want to say August, I think. I don't remember, but I think that's right. So I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going with Quibi first. All right, Ryan. I vaguely remember seeing commercials for Quibi relatively early. So I'm going to go with Quibi as well. All right. And Tanea. Wait, did they both say Quibi was first? They both said Quibi is first. So then if I guess, then I, I, I'm still winning if they if we get it wrong. <laughs> the, com the competitive gameplay is the competitive gameplay is, is is well in hand here. We're only four <laughs> questions in. Oh good. So I'll just guess the way they guess. All right, you're going with Quibi? Yep. All right. Yes, Quibi, the short form streaming form uh, platform, came out on April sixth. And Lee, just so you know, I watched it in I watched the the, the documentary back in May, ah. um, the whole thing because it came out April nineteenth. Oh, okay, two, okay. They were two weeks apart. Gotcha. Um, yeah, see, yeah, I don't know why I thought August. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people watched it over the summer, and, um, and maybe that's it. That's why I was yeah. seeing like a lot of things on Twitter about it and yeah. and all of this. So. Yeah, I think a lot of people were watching it and rewatching it when the when the bubble when people were uh, talking ah, about yes. the bubble. I think there was yeah. a lot of discussion about it because yeah, it it definitely was something a lot of people talked about this summer. But I I know I watched it early as a you know old town time NBA geek. Um, my <laughs> my friends were talking about it early. So all right, Tanea plays the game well, still perfect, Yay. but you get to go first. You get to go first this time, so no sandbagging. All right, <laughs> so which happened first? Quibi, the short form streaming platform, officially shuts down. Oh, or or the White House announces that President Trump tests tests positive for COVID nineteen. Oh my gosh! Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh... Hmm. Let's say, uh, let's say that Trump um, tested positive. All right, they, announced it, they announced it. They announced it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's but that's how I. But believe it or not, in terms of how I phrased it, I'm phrasing things very specifically. If I say officially, it means that there was an official date. If I say announces, that's because there's no it, like it's a fog of confusion before that point. Um, <laughs> okay. All right, Lee. Closing closing down of Quibi or uh, President Trump is announced to have COVID. <laughs> Wow, like that was super short-lived. Um, I, oh wow, okay. So, hmm. I have no idea. I'm, I'm gonna guess that they said that Trump had COVID first. All right, Ryan. What? Oh man, what, what did Tanea say again? Uh, <laughs> the other two have both. <laughs> they both have said that uh, Trump tested positive first. All right, I'm just going to go with the opposite just to be different. We're going to go with Quibi. Uh, all right, well, uh, they, the White House announced on October 2nd that President Trump had tested positive uh, for COVID-19, and Quibi's official last day of streaming was December 1st. Uh, oh. So <laughs> I, nice. I forgot how many, I don't know how many Scaramucci's that is, but it's not many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go to the next one. Ryan, you are up first. Parasite wins Best Picture Oscar or Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, die in a helicopter crash. Which happened first? Um, I'm going to go with the Oscar. Ryan's going Oscar. Tanea? That, this is a very uh, hard one. I, yeah. Hmm. Can I use Google? 
No, no, I, I didn't put you on. I, I almost, I almost had an academic integrity thing to start this thing, but I was like, I don't need to do that with my good friends here. They're not going to cheat each other. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, I know. Kobe, the Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter crash first because they announced it at the Oscars. Oh, but I don't know what time they. Hold on. I don't know what time this award happened. It must have been, you're asking something that happened very close to each other, yes? Almost always, yeah. Um, is this like within the, hours? What, was it within hours? Not, it's not, this is not within hours. Okay, well, I'm going to say the, the helicopter crash happened first. Okay. And Lee? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it was Kobe first, because if I remember right, it happened like on Valentine's Day or something like that. I think... Yeah, because he it, because he was also responsible for what was it? Was he he produced he helped produce a short film that actually got a nomination? Hmm. And if I yeah, remember about correctly, the, girl, the girl's hair, the yeah, hair yeah. love. Yeah. He was he was he was one of the producers of Hair Love, and didn't that get an award this past year? Like it yeah, didn't well, it receive like the best short this last year? a great question and i did not i did yeah. a lot of homework for this but not that much yeah because um, like not gonna lie that little short film made me cry yeah. <laughs> it really did make me cry um for lots of reasons but i think yeah. that um i think that his death he, he and his daughter's death was first if I remember yeah, all right. right so so again a little bit of faulty logic but some good logic in there so the 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 helicopter crash was on january 26th Oops. <laughs> which which by the oh way i was I, i've read this because i put this together if you had asked me i 100 percent would have said that was like the first week of march like in my mind i don't know why and what i'm the only thing i can think of is that the lakers must have played the celtics like in the first week mm. of march and did like massive kobe tribute stuff mm -hmm. and like like there must have been a laker celtics game end of february beginning of march because i have such a strong association with tributes Mm -hmm. So that must have been when the Celtics played them. So like that's the only thing that's in my mind. I didn't look it up, but that's there. And and the Oscar uh, was on February 9th. So uh, February 9th is later than January 26th. So Kobe Bryant's plane crash was first. Uh, you are right. There were many tributes to Kobe at the Oscars, which is actually the thing that created there. I would have thought that the Oscars were later because <laughs> it would have thrown me all off. But you're so we got Tanea is still perfect through six. Man. We're going to have to stop talking about it soon. It's almost like getting to like the seventh inning here. So we have there. <laughs> so question number seven, Lee, you're going first. Okay. All right. Harvey Weinstein is convicted and sentenced to 23 years in prison. Oh, gosh. Or, or Animal Crossing New Horizons for the Nintendo Switch is released. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Say, wait. The, the, Animal I Crossing, don't... I think, maybe happened first. So, so Lee's going with Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm going to go with Animal Crossing because that's what my students were doing instead of their work in the spring. <laughs> so right. I think Weinstein was later in the spring. So have you All guys right. ever played this game before? No. I've never even heard of this game. Yeah, I don't even know what the game looks like. <laughs> okay. Everybody was playing. This was, I'll come back to this later. But uh, well, Ryan, uh, you Harvey Weinstein <laughs> or Animal Crossing? God, I, um, Harvey Weinstein. All right, Tanea. How many points does Lee have? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Lee has five. You have six. I think I just have five, oh, yeah. So close. Um, Very close. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't even know what the game looks like. <laughs> oh. I'll say the, the, the game came out first. All right. Well, either you are deciding to throw one just so that we don't think you're Googling all the answers. <laughs> uh, but, but, but Ryan got that one right. Harvey uh. Weinstein was convicted and sentenced on February 24th. Oh. And Animal Crossing New Horizons came out on March 20th, which is why... Everyone was playing it all through the pandemic because it happened about two weeks into most yeah, lockdowns. Into the lockdown. Yeah, so that's when it happened, and that's uh, the digital download. And no, uh, we have my we have a Switch upstairs um, that my kids are constantly playing, but um, I have never played Animal Crossing. All I know is that all the celebrities were talking about their islands, and 
uh, various things. I know there's islands involved, um, but um, I was busy teaching through a pandemic to explore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for eight, we're going to get somber. We're going to talk about two like very memorable deaths. Oh, no. Uh, Tanea, <laughs> you're going to go first. Uh, which which person died first? Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg or Chadwick Boseman? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And those are literally not that far apart. <laughs> All right. We're going to go Tanea, then Lee, then Ryan. So, Tanea. Okay. Um. I'm going to say um, Chadwick Boseman okay. passed away first. All right, Lee. I think that's right, actually. Yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman died first. All right. How about you, Ryan? I think that is right. I think he died in like August or something, and then she died in September or October or something like that. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan actually throwing close to actual facts in uh, remembering things. But yes, Chadwick Boseman um, uh, died at age 43 after a four-year battle with colon cancer on August 28th. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away on September 18th. So it was three weeks, about three weeks later. Um, so very close together. All right, we'll, we'll pull out of this. We'll go, uh, we're, we're going to go. I, I do have one more death coming later on. Sorry, but. <laughs> There, there were, said, well, there 20, were a lot. There were a lot yeah. of really kind of notable ones this oh, year. Oh, 2020 was brutal. Like, this is the fact that I've made you laugh at all during a trivia quiz, quiz about <laughs> 2020. Like, I think it, I'm taking it as a personal badge of, uh, of, of, you know, success for this. All right. So, uh, number nine, we're going Ryan first. Uh, which happened first? Did the NBA players go on strike to protest the killing of Jacob Blake, leading to the cancellation of games? Or. Did Kamala Harris accept the VP nomination at the Democratic National Committee, uh, at the convention rather? Uh, which happened first, the uh, the the strike canceling games, or accepting the VP nomination? I'm gonna go with the strike canceling games. All right. How about you, Tanea? I agree. And how about you, Lee? Yeah, I was gonna say I agree with that. All right. This makes me feel good because I would have 100% got this wrong, too. Um, but actually, oh. <laughs> Kamala Harris accepted the VP nomination on August 19th. And the canceling of the games due to the killing of Jacob Blake happened on August 26th. Wow. So the oh. game, games were killed on the 26th. So the trick with this is that the NBA players were out in force at all of the protests back in June. But there were no games, no. so it was it wasn't until the bubble came back. So in my mind, you know, uh, you know, again, I'm a, I'm I'm a New England guy, so you know, watching the Celtics, you know, as part of these protests, going to places during the pandemic, you know, leading all of these, uh, you know, speaking out, shaping the way the bubble was put together, Black Lives Matter on the court, super active in June and July. And then there was the killing of Jacob Blake at the end of August. And that's that's when they said, nope, we've done all of these things, but we're still going to cancel some games. Um, and so it was like a timing thing that was tricky. But I uh, I tell you what, I wrote this quiz. I 100% would have gotten that wrong. Um, had I, <laughs> I would have been right with you. All right. We got two questions left. All right. Is there going to be like some final Jeopardy so I don't suck so bad? I do have a tiebreaker. I don't, Ryan, I think you might still be in contention. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Uh, I don't think you're completely out of, out of, uh, out of contention yet. Okay. We could, maybe we could talk about a final Jeopardy one. All right. So, uh, uh, so we've got the, the next question is number 10. Um, and we are going Lee first. Uh, Tiger King is released on Netflix yes. or <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle officially quit the Royal family. Oh gosh. These are hard. I think it was, Oh gosh. 
Yeah, because I watched that hot mess, Tiger King. Um, I mean, it was like a car wreck. You just couldn't look away. <laughs> and that whole, that little sanctuary or whatever they want to call it is not that far from where I live. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's easily a day trip. Um, I think, oh my gosh, because we definitely watched that during the pandemic. I think that... I want to say that happened first because I don't think that Harry and Meghan, you know, pieced out until after that. All right. Lee's going uh, Tiger King first. Ryan. Um, you said they officially. Officially the quit. Family? Yes. Officially quit. Oh, man. Um, I. They both happened like right about the time of the. The like right around the time the pandemic started, I thought I'm gonna go with Tiger King first, also. All right, today, uh, yeah, this is a hard one. I also watched Tiger King, but I watched it <laughs> later than everybody mm. else, so I think that's giving me like a messed up sense of time, okay? Um. Trying to, and I can't remember last time I saw Meghan Markle on Instagram. I <laughs> want <laughs> <laughs> oh, her cute outfits. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll say that they that they. Uh, I'll say that they they quit first. Ooh. Well, the official is the thing that hurts you, Tanea, because Tiger King is released on. March 20th, and they officially quit on March 31st. Oh, but they announced on they announced it on like January 5th. <laughs> so like they announced it was like one of the first things that they announced, but then they didn't officially like do their paperwork. I don't know what kind of paperwork is involved with quitting the royal family. Yeah, it's like, but what they, do you do? Like they, write they, a letter they, that says I quit. I mean, yeah, I, I I don't know, but like I don't know. All right, uh, so we're now heading into the last uh, question of the regular uh, the regular 2020 trivia. Tanea, you go to go first. Uh-oh. Okay. Which happened first? The GSA acknowledges Joe Biden's win and officially begins formal transition. Or did Alex Trebek die after his battle with cancer? Oh my gosh, this is so hard. And obviously these were really close together, so... Um... Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say that everything was slow in terms of getting announced, so Alex Trebek died first. All right, how about you, Lee? I think it was Trebek's death first. All right, and Ryan? Yeah, I think I think he died, like, right around the election. He did. So mm -hmm. it would have been GSA taking longer. All right, so uh, we have a correct answer from all three of you again. Alex Trebek uh, died at age 80 after battling cancer on November 8th. Yes, right after the election. And the GSA acknowledged Joe Biden's win and began formal transition on November 24th. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, that but that was the official day. I had to use a lot of officials because there's a lot of mess. All right, so uh, let's see. Do we have a tiebreaker? Uh, do we need a tiebreaker? I have a tiebreaker question just in case. So Lee, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Lee has eight. Tanea, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And Ryan, you have six. So. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to have you go first on this last one. Oh, okay. Okay. Which happened first? This is not 2020 related. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> but which happened first? Uh, the birth of Taylor Swift or the launch of the World Wide Web? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... Oh. <laughs> so, Ryan, you're first. Do I get, do I get to wager? Uh, if you want, I mean, nothing. To, I'm not giving you anything, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wagering it all. Yeah, I'm wagering it all. Okay. Um, um, I'm I'm gonna go with the World Wide Web. Uh, Ryan is going World Wide Web. Tanea. Well, 
Um, I remember <laughs> the first time that I used the internet. Me too. <laughs> and I came home and I told my mom, there's this thing called the internet and <laughs> you can like search anything you want and it pops up all this information and you can print it out and do like whatever you want. And t- Taylor Swift is younger than me. Oh, gosh. So that was in the, I, I even remember what year that was. How old is Taylor Swift? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that the, um, I hope Taylor Swift is as young as I think she is. She might just be one of those people who looks young. Yeah. Darn it. I think the World Wide Web came out first. All right. So, Lee, you get to play some gameplay here. What do you think? You can, you can, you can keep it a tie, or okay. if you have a strong feeling you want to go for the win and you think there, you know, you think Taylor Swift happened first, this is up to you. Well, I remember using the internet for the first time, too, and it was, like, in the early 90s, um, like, 92, 93. So that gives you an idea. And I was in college. That gives you no idea of how old I am. Um, (laughs) And if you're my students, then then I'm pretty much ancient. Um, But I think that Taylor Swift might be just a little bit older, but not much older. Because I know like she was famous when she was like 14, right? And that was in the early part of the 2000s. So, because when she was a country singer, and then, you know, she was all, you know, singing country songs. So, I think that, okay, so if that was like the early part of the 2000s, then that would have to put her before the early 90s. So, I'm going to say she was first. All right. Well, the official launch date of the World Wide Web was on August 6th, 1991. And as any Swifty knows, um, Swifty, <laughs> because of her album, 1989, Taylor Swift was born on December 13th, 1989. And that means that Lee is the official winner of our <gasps> Say Goodbye to 2020. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. Well, that was at least a mildly fun way of, uh, of saying goodbye to 2020. <laughs> indeed and yeah, i tell you what indeed. i i forgot most of those things happened so um <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i'm surprised you remembered that any of them happened <laughs> well unlike you guys during this game i used the internet to look all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right well that brings us to the end of our uh, our wrap up to 20 uh 2020 we're gonna say goodbye um so you could we'd love feedback uh, if you want to dm or tweet at us at life the school um and uh and share maybe your uh what you learned this year or your favorite memories of the year uh we'd love to hear those things from you uh you can subscribe to life of the school on your podcast player of choice uh you can support our work by going to patreon.com slash lots you can get show notes there as well on as at lifeoftheschool.org music on this and every episode is provided by jake jenkins next magicians and again you can follow us on twitter at life of the school so thanks everybody and we will see you in 2021 